0: Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Mark chapter 2, verse number 4. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and lowered the mat that the man was lying on. You may be seated. I want to preach for a little while uh, today using as a subject, there's got to be another way. Would you look at the person beside you and tell them there's got to be another way? Look at the person on the other side and say, you ain't going to give up sitting next to me. Look at in and I tell them, you best believe there's got to be another way. There's got to be another way. Comrades, in the heartbeat of the 20th century, psychologist called Dunker coined a cognitive performance test known as the candle problem. In it, the participants were given a candle, a book of matches, and a box of drawing pens. They were issued the task of finding a way of attaching the candle to the wall and lighting it without wax dripping to the floor. Most people fail the exercise because they try to pin the candle to the wall or use melted wax as an adhesive. You should know that neither is effective. The solution is to empty the box of drawing pins and use the pins to attach the box to the wall. As a consequence, the box becomes a shelf. The candle sits on the shelf, and from there, it can be lit. Most adults have a problem with this exercise. Because they only see the box as a box and not as a shelf. This illumines how set we become in our thinking and how difficult it is to disrupt adopted acceptability. In between our ears is the most complex biological instrument on the planet With almost as many neurons as there are stars in the Milky Way. Your brain wants to birth boundless creativity. But something in your mind keeps making it become aborted. The daily routine will become hardwired so that neurologically we go into autopilot. The route we drive to work, the way we make coffee, the side of the bed we sleep on, how we make love, how we worship, has become so programmed in our subconscious that we only allow ourselves to do it one way. No conscious thought is required. And any shift or variant from that is considered an irritant. So you have to mentally adjust to doing a new thing. And how much harder must it be to make the adjustment to becoming a new human being? The weight of all of that is called creativity. At school, we learn facts and formulas. We taught that there is a right way of doing things and a wrong way, even if we both arrive at the same answer. Following established patterns is encouraged over experimentation. So on your job, they want you to do it only by the manual. Even if you have a more efficient and an effective way to do it, they are, in fact, myopic in thought and believe you can only do it one way. I want you to write this down. Those of you who are online, I need you to put this in the thread for me. Habit is the enemy of faith. Did you hear what I just said? Habit is the enemy of faith. Of faith. I want every person in the room, would you declare that out loud? Habit is the enemy of faith. Yeah. Miracles don't know rules. Yeah. Miracles do not know rules. The Red Sea is 31 miles in length. It is 1,610 feet in depth. To go across it, you either have to swim it or you have to sail it. But for the children of Israel, there had to be another way. So God told Moses, lift up your rod and walk through it. I need every person in this room, would you just lift up that hand? There are some things that society thought you were going to have to swim through. But I declare over every lifted hand that God right now is preparing a different way for you to get through it. How other people had to deal with their problem, how they had to deal with their solution, how they had to deal with their bills, how they had to deal with their stress. That is not what God is setting up for you. He said, when you lift up your hands, I'm going to start separating things on your behalf. So now all you're going to have to do is just walk through it. As a creative, you have to adopt to oppositional thinking. You have to adopt to oppositional thinking. Fashion designer Alexander McQueen co-opted a quote from the Dalai Lama that says, learn the rules well so you know how to break them properly. (laughs) Learn the rules well so you know how to break them properly properly rap music has bars novels has grammatical precepts music has established chords but you are anointed for oppositional thinking oppositional thinking requires that you are able to identify the conventions and then go in the opposite direction Give a car battery a jump. You've got to get cables, but when you get cables, you've got to know how to plug the negative up to the positive. If there are two positives, it will never start. The positive has got to be connected to the negative. Why? Because opposites attract. I want to speak something over your life. All the negativity in your past is about to draw positivity into your future many of you are not going to get the jump you need because you haven't had any negative experiences in your life but when you have had negative trauma but you connect it to positive faith you know that God is getting ready to put you on a path and on a trail that nobody can stop this is a good place for me to tell you all things work together for good to those that love him and are called according to his purpose our forever first lady Michelle Obama said when they go low we go high why because she understood the power of opposite thinking whenever you go in the opposite direction expect opposition whenever you go in the opposite direction expect opposition it is a part of your creative tension The police in Birmingham unleashed fire hoses and barking dogs. So King went in the opposite direction and chose nonviolence. When we were getting bludgeoned coming across the Edmund Pettus Bridge, Malcolm X went in the opposite direction and said, by any means necessary, Cars for 100 years were running on gas. Uh, and so Elon Musk went in the opposite direction and made them electric. When the present governor, who was former Secretary of State, was responsible for purging a half million people off of the voter rolls because Stacey Abrams was registering people who had never voted before, even after he purged a half million people people off of the rolls he still only won by 50,000 votes he thought Stacy was gonna go away quietly but she understood oppositional thinking y'all not saying nothing to me for the last four years she was not an election denier she knew she was dealing with a thief and said I'm gonna run anyway but I will run the right way in order to get it done y'all ain't saying nothing in me in here when Jeb Bush stole the election for his brother so that he could become president of these yet to be United States of America we didn't deny the election we said we'll go another way since y'all stole that one we'll elect Barack Obama but we won't do it once we'll do it twice because we understood the power of oppositional oh, thank you So Governor Kemp, he decided that he was going to take measures in his own hands because so many black and brown people were registered to vote. And I need you to be clear that these laws that were put in place was not because of voter fraud. They were put in place because of voter turnout. And so they made it illegal. They made it illegal for you to give out water. They made it illegal for us to provide transportation for those who were disabled. They made it an option whether or not there would be go to the polls Sunday. And in spite of all of that, can you look at what you did in the last two weeks? Two million people have turned out to vote because we understood the authority of opposition thinking 30% of the 2 million are black and brown people and if we make that 38% everybody who we praying for is about to get elected what the enemy doesn't know is black people never back down from a fight if you show us the rules and you put us in the ring we always gonna win you can try to make us sit in the bus back of the bus You can try to make us not drink from the water fountain. You can try to make us not eat from the lunch counter. But the original gangster rap music was before I be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go on to my Lord and be free. Why? Because it's oppositional thinking. So on Tuesday. We've got to make sure that we shake every bush, climb every tree go into every barbershop invade every college campus and let the community know it is your turn to make a difference it is your time to do what is needed and necessary the previous generation went to jail the least you can do is just get in line I don't care if it's raining snowing or sleeting but my grandmother and your grandmother went through too much for lazy Negroes to say it's an inconvenience and it ain't gonna change nothing who do you think you are you are the beneficiaries of those that died for us to have the privilege you've got to think differently because God is getting ready to provide a different way I want you to be seated I want you to take instance of what took place in Mark chapter 2. In Mark chapter 2, Jesus has come to Capernaum, and the crowd is almost combustible. They're combustible with enthusiasm because of excitement and because they are welcoming home their hometown hero. The numbers are maddening. Uh, but what I need you to see what Mark did not put in the text is that they've got to have church at the house. Because the church was not receptive to somebody who was creative. I better say that again. Jesus was not welcome to preach at the church. uh, Because he did things in an unconventional manner. So Jesus said, I ain't got to have church at church. I can have church at home. I don't know who I'm talking to but I need those of y'all who in the middle of COVID-19 you learned how to have church at home that even if you couldn't get in here you learned how to give God glory right in your own house. I need those of y'all who had some of your best worship at home. Would you give God glory? Not like you're at church. Would you worship God the way you did in the pandemic and bless the Lord? right there at home the church would not let Jesus in so he had worship at home and I don't know who I'm talking to but I believe I'm assigned to somebody who's in this room who needs to know this morning that even if they won't let you in the company build a conglomerate from your couch Develop an LLC from your living room. Sell stocks from the kitchen. Develop a drop ship business from the dining room bake up a billion dollar idea while you were sitting in the bed. There are those of you who I'm talking to, God says, watch me bless you so that you ain't ever got to go walk and work a regular, conventional job another day in your life. But I need 500 of y'all who believe that I am going to make money from home, that God is getting ready to change the paradigm of what it is that I am doing. I get dressed when I feel like it. I get in the car when I need to go to the store. But God is getting ready to bless me at home. As for me and my house, we gonna serve the Lord. Here's your shout. And make money. I believe somebody in this room, would you just shout your address right here? I said shout your address right there. Y'all ain't waiting. I said Shout your address right there. Checks are coming to your house. Contracts are coming to your house. Business opportunities are coming to your house. Jesus said, they won't let me at the church. Let me do it from home. The house is filled to capacity to the point of breaking the fire code. And four men carrying their friend who is paralyzed. They trying to get to the house where Jesus is. They knew that doctors don't give medicine for healing, but just for stabilization. They didn't want their friend to be just maintained. They wanted their friend to be whole. In another way, this man, here it is, it says that he is paralyzed. Paralyzed. Paralyzed, you already know, means he cannot move. For whoever has lost the ability to make a move... God brought you into this worship encounter so that you can get the push that you need. I don't know where you are, but you are no longer going to feel stuck and stagnant in your life. Those who are paralyzed are not always in wheelchairs. They're not always bound to a bed. But I'm talking to your child who will not leave the room. I'm talking to your husband who has lost his passion. I'm talking to to your wife who is at her wit's end. I am talking to the man who has sunken into depression. I'm talking to the girl who has lost her grit. God told me to tell you, you ain't going to stay stuck another day in your life. You are surrounded by people who want to see you make the greatest move of your life. Look at your neighbor say, you ain't going to sit next to me and be stuck. You ain't going to be stuck in that dead. Job, you ain't gonna be stuck in that dead end relationship, you ain't gonna be stuck in that one way friendship. I will carry you if I got to, but you ain't gonna end this year in the same position. The enemy don't know, he should have never let them sit next to you. But if you want to see the people around you, into the greatest season of their life would you shout for them for them to get that push would you yell for them for them to get that push would you holler for them so that they can get that push hallelujah be seated please hallelujah Now you ain't gonna be stuck I dare you, come on, come on I dare you, just push them a little bit Do you know what you're getting ready to walk into? Push them a little bit Do you know the ancestors are depending on you? Pushing them a little bit Do you know your children are looking up to you? Push them a little bit Do you know society didn't believe in you? Pushing them This is the push that you needed. And here they are trying to get their friend to Jesus. It wasn't nothing wrong with them. It was something wrong with somebody who they cared about. Some of y'all are never going to be blessed because when you go to God, it's only about you. But I need those of y'all in this room that there's somebody in your family, somebody in your life, somebody in your circle. Can I say it this way? Somebody on your row that you want more for them than where they are right now. Would you do me a favor? Would you give God glory for whoever in your life needs a push that's going to change their life? All they're trying to do is get their paralyzed friend to Jesus. They're trying to get their paralyzed friend to Jesus, and they can't get in the church. They can't get in the house. But I want to submit to you humbly today that these four friends must have been creators. Because they thought to themselves, there's got to be another way first black woman to ever run for president, Shirley Chisholm said, when there's no seat at the table, bring a folding chair. You you, got to find another way. They said, if they won't let us in the door, let's take him up to the roof. Some of y'all don't know that your enemies are making you elevate. They tried to make you go down, but they didn't understand. God said, I'll make your enemies your footstools. If you want to go high, get haters. You ain't popping unless they are talking about you. You ain't popping until they scandalize your name. You ain't popping until they try to block you. And you ain't done nothing to them. He said, I'm going to use your haters as your elevators says I'm gotta take them to a higher level most people most people when they're talking about breakthrough they usually talk about breakthrough, hear this in alignment of getting out of something getting out of something but these four friends who are trying to get their friend to Jesus they're not trying to get out They're trying to break in. I better say something. I don't know where my praises are today. But God says, if I can get some worshipers, your child is going to break into that school. I don't know where you are if I could get some screamers you are about to break into that field God says I don't care what they tried to block you out of there is nothing you can do to stop a worshiper he said if you open up your mouth you gonna get into that house you ain't qualified for you gonna get into that car you don't have the credit that matches it I don't need to get out of nothing I need to step into something and God I need you to help me step into it they go up to the roof and when they go up to the roof they do something significant they tear the roof up they tear the roof up <sighs> because they're trying to get him to Jesus. And uh, as they're lowering him down, Jesus sees their faith. I got to get out of here. I need to worship the enemy. i prepared for this. I, I need to worship, watch this, on behalf of the people, here's your shout, that let you down. I be, be, because they got no idea. That when they let you down, they were getting God's attention. They had no idea when they didn't keep their word, when they broke their promise. That's when God recognized. Says something. They broke open the roof and they lowered them down. And when they lowered them down, the Bible says something I need you to pay attention to. And... Jesus saw their faith. Hallelujah. And Jesus saw their faith. He never saw the faith of the one that was sick. He saw, hear this, the faith of the creatives. That you thought outside of the box and said, I'm going to go another way because they wouldn't let me in the front door. I got to get out of here. But this is for those of y'all that got a crazy idea. Those of y'all that color outside of the line those of you who dream the impossible dream God said because you came to church today I see your faith and everything you've been trying to do is about to take off I don't need you to shout for what you have I want you to shout for what you've been dreaming for what you've been thinking for what you've been believing that God Is getting ready to do it. He says, I see your faith. I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're after. And I need you to notice something. that, uh, That Jesus never prays for him. That Jesus never calls for a vial of oil. That Jesus never lays hands. Hallelujah. I want, you, um, I want you right where you are, if you'll indulge me. My time is almost up. I need your hand in the hand of somebody real quick. I'm not finished. I'm just almost through. I got to show you something, please. Hallelujah. He says, you are creative. You thought outside of the box they wouldn't let you in? They wouldn't give you access. They wouldn't give you opportunity. They tried to block you at every turn. Let me show you what I'm getting ready to do. No matter what happens in the next 90 seconds, don't let that neighbor's hand go. He said, because you are such a creative thinker, because you dare to dream, because you trust me to believe, because you don't mind being ostracized, what I'm going to do for you, I hope that y'all will tear this church up. He says, I'm getting ready to heal whoever you've been worried about. God, I can't hear nobody in here. He says, I'm getting ready to heal whoever's been on your heart. I, I'm getting ready to take care of whoever can't stand on their own. No. Hey. I know that um, you really thought this message was about your business. I know you thought it was about capitalistic pursuits and entrepreneurial enterprises. God said, I'm going to get to that. But today I got to heal somebody. Oh, my God i got to heal somebody, and here's the worship that's getting ready to engulf this room. i got to heal somebody who couldn't get in the church. I don't know whether they're in the hospital. I don't know whether they're in hospice. I don't care if they're in a nursing facility. I don't know if they're bedridden. But God said, because of your faith, I'm getting ready to do something amazing in their life that no doctor could have ever performed. I've asked you to have somebody's hand in your hand, not in an exercise of futility, but because it required four friends. And I'm believing that it's getting ready to happen. Hallelujah. There's getting ready to be a worship in this room that is an exercise of your faith. That God, I need them to stand before this year is over. Hallelujah. If I leave it to conventional thinking, they're not going to make it. But God, I believe that you are a healer, that you can do anything but fail. If by the grace of God you don't have anybody in your family, anybody in your life that's sick, you ought to be thankful in this moment. But I need you to join your faith to somebody else on your row that's got a mother that's ill. He's got a father whose cancer is irreversible. He's got a sibling that uh, is taking a caseload of medication. God says, I'm going to watch your faith. And based off of what you do in these 60 seconds, I'm going to have your relatives stand back up again. God, I can't hear nobody. I, I, I wonder if y'all are shout about this. God said, your scream will cancel death certificates. <laughs> your, your holler will cancel funerals. I want to hear the sound of worshipers in this room that believe that God is Absolutely able to do anything. Hallelujah. Lift up that hand, please. Lift up that hand. Hallelujah. 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 And Jesus said, when I speak over you, we have never seen anything like this before. That is the statement that you are going to be hearing for the rest of the year. You have never seen anything like this before. I believe it over your children. I believe it over your businesses. I believe it over your health. I believe it over your attempts. You have never seen God work like this before. Today begins, hallelujah, your greatest exposure of the power of God like you have never seen before and those of you who have great expectation that God is going to do for you in six weeks what you haven't seen in the last six months would you loose that neighbor's hand cause I'm not talking to them I'm talking to you There has got to be another way. In the Old Testament, they sacrificed turtle doves, sacrificed sheep, sacrificed oxen until God said there's got to be another way. I want to make one sacrifice that will cover a multitude of sins and worthy is the lamb that was slain to take away the sins of the whole wide world. I'm gonna charge you in this room, my time has come to a screeching halt, but I'm gonna charge those of you in this room to make a mandate on heaven that God before this year is over, show me something from you that I have never seen you do before. If that's where you are, don't point it to me. Point it towards him. Open up your mouth and make a mandate. Show me something. Show me something I've never seen before. Show me somebody become drug-free without rehab. God, I can't hear nobody show me somebody get out of jail early without a second trial god show me somebody who was in the fourth stage of cancer be cancer free with no chemotherapy show me something i never seen before show me somebody close on a house with no money down With no closing costs. I can't hear nobody. Show me somebody running a successful business and they got no MBA. Show me. He says, I'm going to show you that. But better than that, I'm going to show you how quick I can turn somebody's life around. How quick I can show you what I'm able to do. How quick I can accomplish it because you ain't got to wait till December. You ain't got to wait till Thanksgiving. said, Jamal, tell Newbirth, I'm going to show it to them right now. They're getting ready to see the quickest transformation that they have ever seen in their life. Those of y'all that want to see God change it, I need you to make some noise right here. What's the quickest transformation you've ever seen in your life? You ain't never seen it happen in your life and you're getting ready to see it right now. He's getting ready to do it right before your very eyes. No Houdini, no David Copperfield but you're going to see the greatest transition you have ever seen and it's getting ready to happen right now. 50 people are getting ready to come to me in this moment and give their life to Jesus Christ. 50 people are getting ready to join this church and they don't need a choir. They don't need nobody to pump them up. Since the time they came in here, they knew this is where they were supposed to be. The 50 of you who I'm talking to, you know this is supposed to be your church. I'm supposed to be your pastor. Jesus is supposed to be the Lord of your life. I need you to start walking to me right now. The 50 of you, I need you to start coming right where it is that you are. 50, I need you to come watch God do a transformative work right in this room, right before your eyes, right in this very moment. I ain't playing with y'all, 50 of you online. I need you to do the exact same thing. Watch God do it, watch God shift it, watch God change him, 50 of you. I need you to come, families, husbands, men, brothers, atheists, Muslims, Baptists, Pentecostals, apostolics, 5% of Hebrew, Israelite, 50 of you. I need you at this altar right now. Hallelujah. I'm waiting on you. I am waiting long because God told me you were here. Not only did he tell me you were here, he told me you were coming. I need 50 of you. And I need you right now. I need you right now. I need you right now. I've been praying for you. I need you at this altar right now. Your whole life is swinging on your next decision. I need you at this altar right now. You were raised better. I need you to do better. I need you at this altar right now hallelujah come on help me i need another 50 online those of you who are online i'm waiting on you i'm depending on you hallelujah 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 would you clap your hands for this wonderful woman who's coming hallelujah Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Very quickly, I got to go very quickly. I need you to uh, just do a road check to make sure nobody slipped through the cracks. Hallelujah. I still need you to come. Would you ask the people around you, are they saved? Ask them, are they saved? Ask them, have they given their life over to God? Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Deacons, tell me how many I got down here. Count how many I got here real quick so I can move. Thank you so very much. Hallelujah. Y'all ought to shout for this brother coming. Hallelujah. Are y'all gonna go crazy for this beautiful black family coming? Hallelujah. Come on, deacons, help me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 We are 52. Amen. Yeah. I need 55. Just in case my deacon can't count, I need a buffer room. Here come 53 and 54. Let me just get one more. When the last one come down the Soul Train line, I need y'all to make some noise. I'm waiting on the last one. Waiting on the last one. Come on, give God some praise. Stretch your right hand to faith. All right, that's 56. All right. Are y'all finished or y'all through? All right. Shut your right hand to faith. All right, here they come. That's 57. Y'all stop playing with it. It's getting worse and worse. Let's get to 60. Amen. Let me just find three more to come, and then we finish. Let me just get three more to come. Let me just get three more to come. Hallelujah. Look at the person who's been avoiding eye contact with you. Amen. The person that look like they don't want to speak. Amen. Come on, real quick. If there's three more that need to come, those of you who are online, I'm depending on you. That's 58. What you going to do? 59, 60, 61, 62. How you feel? All right. 31 have just joined the church online. Would you give God glory? So those of you online, I need 18 more of you online. I don't care if you're in Wichita or Washington, D.C. I need you to please join uh, the church. I don't even know what number. Anybody know what number I'm on? 62. All right. Shut your right hand to faith. Please shut your right hand to faith. Repeat after me, you're in the right place at the right time. Joining the right church. Serving only God. And I know that's right. Show you're right. If you're knowing right, would you give God some praise even now? Bless the Lord. Ask all of you who are here, ask that you will follow us this way. This lady is holding uh, this sign that says, Follow me. I uh, ask that you do it. New birth, would you give God some glory? Come on, you got to do better than that. Would y'all shout for those who have come? Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running. Chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.